Welcome back, everybody. We did not announce a topic for this week's episode because uh, our lives aren't together and we didn't know, but (laughs) we have decided that we're going to talk about meeting the parents this week. Oh, gosh. We have so much to share, you guys. You aren't ready, to be honest with you, because we're about to talk about when... Your mother-in-law shows up in a prom dress. We're going to talk about what happens when the mother hates you. We're going to talk about when the mother messages your mom on Facebook. It's just crazy. So we'll start off. We'll start off slow. We'll start off with what to do, what to expect when you have to meet the parents. When your significant other says, I want you to meet my family. Mm-hmm. You want to take that one, Corey? Go ahead. I think I think you have plenty to share on that. <laughs> you know, I'm a pretty private person, and it's always been my my thing to wait. Like, I don't want to introduce anyone to my parents until I see a future with them. I see it going somewhere. And it's always kind of, like, taken me off guard when people, you know, you've been talking a month, and they're like, you want to meet my mom? And I'm like, no, I really don't want to meet your mom. Thank you. Right. So what are your thoughts on that? Like, when do you feel like it's too soon to ask someone to meet your parents? Um. Well, I would say it depends. Here's why. Number one, it depends on where you live. So, like, I know it's, like, a very big, like, cultural thing for people. Like, if you were to go and pick up a girl on, like, a first date that, like, you end up inevitably meeting the father. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, it happens. But... I would say, like, to sit down and have dinner with them, um, yeah. I don't think that that should be happening probably until, like, you guys are, like, for sure. So usually within, like, the first three months, you guys are in, like, the honeymoon, puppy love, whatever you want to call it phase. And mm-hmm. I feel like when you're in that phase, it's really too soon to tell, like, are the are you even going to be around next month? Like, you know what I mean? So, like, until you're at that point. So maybe – Like five, six months would be like a good area, I would say, to kind of address it. Obviously, other thing too is like you want to address this with your partner before you're just like, hey, glad I picked you up. You're meeting my mom. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's (laughs) never fun to be sprung on you, you know? (laughs) Surprise, Shody, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Have you ever been in that situation? Um, you know, a few times, a few times where I was like, (laughs) Hey, so you're going to meet my mom. And I was like, I'm going to what? <laughs> because usually, and ladies, I think this goes more for us, but you want to dress like, it's not that we dress inappropriately, but like you want to dress like more conservative and like more, I guess, modest in a way when you're around like meeting the parents the first time. So I don't really like appreciate it being sprung on me, but I will say this. Um, the other thing about like, when I do not agree or think that you should be meeting like the significant other's partner, uh, parents or family or anything at like a holiday. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, hey, just, yeah. <laughs> you want to share on that? <laughs> I was going to say that it's like, A, you know, it's really hard on somebody to have to meet everyone at the same time it's like a very uncomfortable situation to put a partner in and um b if you have a family that's 
a little nutso like my family, I would be like, okay, this person's never going to speak to me again after having to meet my entire family in one shot. They're going to be like, whoa, no, thank you. So um, I think you need to think about that too. Like put yourself in their shoes and be like, are they going to be afraid after meeting my whole family? Exactly. Exactly. And it's super intimidating. Like for me, I think like with my cousins, my aunts, my grandparents, my parents, my sister, it's like 20 people. So I'm pretty sure tip one, if you're going to meet like the parents or something, do immediate family only. So like if you have a sibling, that's fine. Um, And then like the parents or, you know, your sibling and their you know, like husband, wife, whatever. That's one thing. But like to bring them around and be like, this is my third cousin twice removed. This is my aunt who's not really my aunt because her and my uncle are no longer together and they've both remarried, but somehow she still shows up to Christmas. It's it's too much. It's too much. It's too much too soon. Yeah. Um, Yeah. The generational trauma dump of your whole family at once. (sighs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Plus, I mean, we're going to dive into people who are just outright nuts. So, you know, stay tuned for my story on that. Um, (laughs) So, I mean, when we were younger, obviously, in high school, um, meeting the parents was, I feel like it happened sooner because it was like you you lived at home. So, like, there was, what are you going to do? So, I feel like that happened sooner. Um. Do you have any stories on that, on, like, meeting the parents? You know, I would say that's a major difference, and I think you kind of touched on this already, but versus, you know, meeting the parents sooner versus later, if you're living at home, it's kind of inevitable that's going to happen sooner versus, Mm -hmm. you know, you're living on your own. If you live far away from your parents, which is my situation, like, my boyfriend didn't meet my parents until we had been dating, like, seven or eight months already because mm-hmm. my parents live in another state. So right. it wasn't exactly an easy thing to to introduce them. Right. Um, but I just feel like, A, you know, as far as this goes, not surprising somebody with this is always a good idea because – it is something most people want to be prepared for. You know, some people don't care, but if you, you're interested in the person, you care about the person, you want to make a good impression. Yeah. And then, um, you know, just being mindful of which family members are present. But, uh, you know, early on, I want to say, like, in high school, I had, like, I had a high school boyfriend whose mother hated my guts. <laughs> and he was around my family a lot. He usually went on vacation with my family a few times. But... Man, his mom really did not like me. She, like, told me I was going to get pregnant before I graduated from high school and was just really mean to me. Told me I didn't have boobs. And I'm like, I'm, like, 16, bro. Like, and I play basketball. Like, I don't know what you want from me. I don't know what you want from me. (laughs) I still think about that often. Do you? Yeah. I'm like, I wonder how she was wrong. (laughs) I wonder how she's doing. (laughs) Oh my gosh. No. So, but did you ever know why? Like, so, okay. Well, before we start with that, let's backtrack. What was it like if you remember, obviously, like what the first time you met them? I'm trying to remember where I met them for the first time, but I just remember her making a lot of little like snide comments at me. And I think I was like her son's first like serious girlfriend. And she kind of mm. was feeling a way about that. Um, 
and he was a really sweet guy and I have a strong personality. So maybe she felt like I was like too strong of a personality for him and it wasn't what she wanted for him, whatever. But, um, he did end up marrying the girl he dated immediately after me, who was like, also he met in high school, which is really interesting. So he married like his, his quote unquote high school sweetheart. Uh, but yeah, 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 the better version. You're okay. Yeah. Right. (laughs) And so, so what was that though? So you met, and she just made these, like, snarky little comments? Mm-hmm. She never was aggressively mean toward me, I guess. She just kind of made, like, kind of mean comments to me in passing. Love that for you. Yeah. So, um, ladies, tip one. And uh, I'm going to dive into how it just – it never gets better. Um, some moms, two boys – sorry, guys. I'm going to call you out. Um, whether you guys identify as like a mama's boy or not, your moms have like a weird, like, that's my little boy. Mm-hmm. And it's creepy. It's real creepy. Like, I don't know. I've heard so many times where it's like a son's a son until he finds a wife, but a daughter's a daughter for the rest of your life. Like people write that down. Like, because <laughs> once your son finds someone, like you are relinquished of your duties, you are free. Like, be thankful. You get to focus on your spouse. But yeah, no, I've seen it many a times where like the mom has like a weird animosity towards like the wife or like we've heard so many stories and we've seen it everywhere where it's like, do you have a crazy high conflict mother-in-law? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they made a movie I, about mine it. Mine would be past tense. <laughs> so, yeah, they did. They yeah, Monster in Law. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that used yeah. I used to watch that very often. It brought me comfort. <laughs> so so you, your wedding story. Oh Lord, here we go. Okay, diving in. <sighs> you guys. So I planned my wedding, and I did a pretty big wedding. Corey was in it. And it was it was a pretty penny, okay, a pretty couple pennies, a uh, couple like somebody's car cost. I planned this thing in nine months. No, it was not a shotgun wedding. It was just like we knew and like I knew what I wanted. So anyway, we planned this whole wedding. I'm very organized, like I'm very much a type A organized, color coordinated person, and I told. Like the flower girls knew what they were wearing. The flower girls were actually my grandma's and his grandma's, which was super cute. Ladies, if you're engaged, 10 out of 10 recommend. Everybody loved it and thought it was the cutest thing they ever seen. Anyway, um, but they knew what like colors or color scheme, like range they were able to to pick from. And then obviously the guys were wearing the same suit and everything like that. Well, the mother-in-laws, you know, I had said why don't you guys go with like a, a nude, a tan, a, a brown, a beige, a gold, a champagne. That is how many colors? Like eight. Okay. So you can pick any color. My mom being my mother, just again, shout out to Mama Norma. She's just killing it in every single episode. I swear you guys just write into her at this point. But um, my mom wore like a champagne colored dress that was like mom of the bride appropriate. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Corey's going to give you the backstory on, like, her reaction because I was obviously the bride. But 
When I tell you that in comes his mother in a bright teal turquoise prom dress, you guys, this woman was in her late 40s. And she's wearing a prom dress. We're talking the sequence, the bedazzled top. You know, we're talking cleavage for days. Floor length. She's looking like she's fresh off of prom. And as if that's not bad enough. <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it. What was what was that thing? Like, it looked like a like a shawl, but it was made of like white winter rabbit, like fur. <laughs> It was awful. Oh, it was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. Um, yeah, so she walked down the aisle in that, and I have pictures that I unfortunately can never get rid of because that is now on YouTube. So if you guys feel so inclined to want to go and see that, feel free. Look that one up. But yeah. Huh. Corey, what, what, as an outsider, what, what do you want to add to that? Like... It was giving debutante. It was giving pageant queen from the deep south. Um, it was just like very flashy and definitely stood out from everything else. Like the bridesmaids oh. were wearing baby pink and she comes in this like very bright blue dress and everyone was kind of like, oh, Okay. Like the, color, like, the best way I can explain the color was like that blue teal color that's behind like the box of Pampers. Like that teal blue color. That mm -hmm. is the color that she was wearing. Not Tiffany blue. Like it was giving Quintanera. It was giving I'm going to a cotillion. Like, oh, it was awful. So yeah, here I was thinking, wow, it's going to get better. Boy, oh boy, was I wrong. So back it up. Before we get married. <laughs> she never liked me she didn't care for me she was one of those ones where she was like i just care about my son in a weird creepy 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 way and she just was like very dedicated to her boys they're my boys they're my boys and whatever so she never cared for me and you know when i tell you that uh she didn't like me to the point where she wrote my mom on Facebook. This is before we were even engaged. Writes my mom a full-blown message on Facebook Messenger about how my mom raised me wrong and everything. So ladies, tip one. If, if any of these uh, boys' moms do that, you probably don't marry them, okay? Uh, like <laughs> I said, stay tuned for the episode on how to not marry someone. Um, so that whole thing happened. Like this woman used to call me names. She used, it was awful. Like, we're not talking like, oh, you're such a brat. Like, we're talking like full-blown, horrible names. So then she does that at my wedding, and I'm thinking, okay, well, now I'm married to her son. Like, she's going to realize, like, I'm not going anywhere. Oh, boy, oh, boy, was I wrong. Um, Until about, let's see the last maybe six months of my marriage before we got divorced. That was the only time she liked me. And even that was iffy. Um, yeah, it was, she just never liked me. She never cared for, for being around me. We never like talked. We never communicated. She made it very clear that it was just like, she was there for him and never really cared to be around me. Um, 
So, yeah, it does not get better. Uh, The moms just get more crazy because they figure that they're just going to be even worse because you're stuck there now. So they are just going to treat you even worse, in my opinion. Um, Could be wrong. But, yeah, that was fun. 10 out of 10. Do not recommend. So what I would have to say on that is I think that can go two ways. And I think you really need to know your partner before making that kind of commitment. Um, Because I think, A, either your partner is going to have the feeling like, that's my mom. Like, you know, I'm always going to side with my mom. Or your partner is going to be able to see it from your perspective and see that, you know, the mother-in-law is not acting fair toward you. And be able to set those boundaries. But if you know that they're always going to side with their mom, you should really think about that before you marry that person. Oh, 100%. Like, had I known – and this is where it's so – like, I feel like the world these days is just such deception. I thought that he was not close with his mother. Like, I was going to be fine. My life was just going to turn out. It did not. You know, he claimed he wasn't going to talk to his mom, but she made sure to be calling him all the time and he would answer. And it just creates a level of animosity and conflict in your relationship that you don't need. Um, So, yeah, be mindful of that. Um, Boys, limit your time with your mothers, okay, because they get weird. You're like their baby boy. So it gets a little creepy. Um, Yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean. I feel like. Saying it from, like, a parent perspective, like, I'm sure it's weird, but, like, also, like, when your child is, like, to the point where they're going to get married, like, I think it's time to figure out the umbilical cord needs to be cut. So, yeah. Let it go. Let them go. Yeah, exactly. Um, Do you have any other, like, things that happened with you with, like, certain parents or anything Wild story of a guy I was dating meeting my grandma. Oh, boy. Okay, here we go. (laughs) You know this story. Um, I lived with my grandma for a while. Elena's met my grandma several times, and my grandma's out there. Like, she is very much a 60s, like, hippie chick, and she goes by the beat of her own drum and really does not care about what anybody thinks or what comes out of her mouth, quite frankly. Um, And I had been dating this guy for a couple of months. I wasn't ready for him to meet my parents yet, but I was living with my grandma. So it was kind of one of those situations where, because we were living together, he was going to come over for dinner and she was there. Mm. And um, he's coming over and he is, my grandma has this like big stained glass front door and As he's walking up the driveway, my grandma runs up to the front door, sticks her face into the glass, and is like, he's here, he's here, and like making faces at him through the glass door. And I'm just standing back, like terrified as to what is playing out right now. And I can see him like pause in the driveway and rethink his life choices uh, that led up to this very moment. But he, he was brave. He did come inside. After that whole thing. And the second he walks what in. What a good door, guy. I know, right? Shout out to you. You know who you are. Um, he walks in and my grandma's like, damn, you're hot. And is like trying to touch his arms. And I was just like, 
oh my god I was so mortified (laughs) and then my uncle also lived there and he like is very stoned half the time and like on some other shit and he comes out and is like asking him all these questions about his job because he was like a narcotics detective and he which is ironic my uncle's probably literally on drugs as he's asking him this and he's just (laughs) sitting there like asking you know like all these questions very into him and I'm just like I am so sorry like I don't know why I thought this was a good idea but we still dated for a little while after that like he was he was a real one (laughs) he stuck through it I can't believe that. I remember that story. And when you were like, my grandma literally ran up to him and was like, wow, you're just so attractive. Let me, and I was, I mean, as somebody who's met your grandma, like, yeah. Am I shocked? No. She's also, (laughs) she's also kept Corey's dog. So that's like a whole other story. Like talking about marches to the beat of her own drum. Corey was like, finally going to move out. And like, she was like, that's fine. But I'm keeping your dog, so that happened. <laughs> yeah. Her in her defense, her dog had passed away while I was living with her, and then she kind of glommed onto my dog. And when I went to I told her I was moving, she's like, Well, this is my dog now. And I was like, Oh, well, is that so? <laughs> yeah, she probably said that about that guy too. She's like, by the way, me and him are dating now. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I feel like, oh, it's funny how all these stories flood back to you when you're thinking about it. So I was dating somebody. This is back in high school. And I was dating somebody. And, oh, my gosh. So he comes over. Obviously, I'm in high school. I'm still living with my parents. He comes over to, like, take me out to a movie or whatever. And let me just say, like, the more I think about the men I dated in high school, if you're one of them, no, you weren't. Shut your mouth. I don't know you. Because, like, for real, like, where were my standards? Clearly beneath the Earth's core. Anywho. But my dad meets this guy and this kid, like, I love how I say he's a kid, but back then I was the same. And comes up and he, like, shakes my dad's hand and whatever. And then, like, as we're leaving, like, so I close the door and I'm like, hey, like, I'll be back at whatever time. My dad looks and turns to my mom and goes, ugh, Alana could do so much better. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. So that happened twice to two different people. Yeah, good stuff. Was this yep. both in high school or has this happened oh, again yeah. since? Nope, nope, nope. The the recent things that have happened since have been um uh, my dad has just really gone just yeah, well, can we blame him? He's with my mother, so just savagery is happening in that home every day. Um, but he recently said, and Corey, this will make complete sense to you, uh, he's like, honestly, honestly, Elaine, because you never like it's Elaine or whatever. He never will be like, Elena. Anyway. So he's like, honestly, Elaine, you did not need to deal with that. Like, you are young. You are independent. You have your own place. And you think that you're going to be upset about a man who has that much baggage? Boy, oh boy, did that put you in the place. (laughs) Where is he wrong? (laughs) 
<laughs> facts are facts. Like, it's true. And so, yeah, I guess we could segue into that. Ladies and gents, be prepared. Your parents have opinions. Woo. Yeah. I feel like the older you get, the more willing they are to be real with you and upfront with you about things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. My mom will do it right in front of them. Gory's seen it. She'll do it right in front of Gory. She don't care. (laughs) No shame in her game. Mm -mm. Yeah. I'm the favorite child. Honestly. At this (laughs) point, she probably is. Do you remember? Okay. So we're going to segue into something that's not even on topic with parents. But, well, okay. It has to do with my parents. So I guess it's the same. Do you remember when we came home? With the tattoos. And my mom said, Elena, how dare you be a bad influence on Corey? (laughs) Yes, I very much remember that. And I was like, mom, Corey drew the tattoo. I didn't do that. (laughs) And she goes, Elena, that's enough excuses from you. (laughs) And it was (laughs) Elena got blamed for everything. (laughs) Everything. Like, I come home with a belly ring shoved through my stomach. (sighs) Elena, I can't believe you dragged Corey into your shenanigans she went with like i'm the angel i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was ridiculous like that one day i'll never forget that i can't believe you make Corey get tattoos with you it's just you're being such a bad influence (laughs) as Corey has like you have how many now i already had a half sleeve at the time (laughs) yeah but i'm the bad influence with my whole four give me a break yeah so talk about judgmental see your parents will be judgmental even if of your friends it just won't always be of your friends it'll be of you so that was fun um yeah no it's true though i mean when i was younger like i used to think my mom was crazy to be honest with you i was like she knows nothing and now it's like dang she's pretty smart if she's listening her head just grew like three sizes (laughs) gonna have to deflate that (laughs) but what i will say on that whole note is i feel like moms especially just sometimes have this like sixth sense about people that aren't good for us Mm -hmm. and if your mom is gonna say something about someone you're dating hear her out at least like see what her reasoning behind it is if she's just like i don't want anyone dating my child like okay not reasonable but why you know because sometimes moms know better than we do yeah and i i feel like when they give you those kinds of like words of precaution or you know kind warnings they always say oh you know well just make sure you're paying attention or my mom would always say like oh make sure you're going in with your eyes wide open like or you know whatever like oh are you being mindful of that like have you noticed that or they question certain things and then you start realizing like huh, maybe that isn't just like a one-time thing. Maybe that is a pattern, you know? Um, So those are things as well. I think that both guys and girls, like if your mom is telling you something out of like a genuine concern of like, you know, I don't think that that's a good fit for you. You know, she isn't a good fit. She doesn't have the same goals and values as you. Those types of things that are actually detrimental then I would listen. If she says, I don't like her because she's pretty, um, you know, they'll listen. But yeah. Yeah. Maybe, you know, get a little space between you and your mom because you might need it. 
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The other thing I think we should touch on too is when is it too much that you're telling, like, especially this is more so going to apply to serious relationships. I guess it could kind of tiptoe into dating as well, but what is too much to be telling your parents? Ooh, that's a good question. And it's funny because I had this friend in high school and he told his mom everything and his mom knew like all of his business and it it always like shocked me how much she knew and I definitely don't have that type of relationship with my parents I'm very close with them but there's a lot of boundaries especially about like when it comes to uh, sexual activities you know um then there's definitely none of that discussed ever yeah and uh, wants to hear that yeah um, even like if I'm just saying like I spent the night at my boyfriend's house, I still feel weird telling my mother that. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. No, you know. Absolutely. So I don't know. What do you think? Um, <laughs> I have a very close relationship with my parents. I would never tell my father half of the things I've endured or done or said or any of that, really. But my mom knows quite a bit. That being said, are there things that my mom has made comments to me where she goes, I wish I didn't know that, but like, at least you tell me things. True, but I don't know. I think that especially in a like long-term relationship, a marriage, engagement, whatever, something where you're at that level of commitment, you need to realize, and this is something I've heard and it makes complete sense. There are things that you as your as you know the partner uh so me as a wife or you know him as a husband whatever that he would forgive me for and i will forgive him for that don't mean my parents are going to forgive you Mm. there are things that i will forgive you for that no one else ever will my sister she won't forgive you Mm -hmm. ever you know Uh, if i tell Corey, good luck okay you've got a hit out for you at least three maybe more i'm kidding that's never happened I may or may not have asked where he lived and how big his tires were for my (laughs) knife. But, you know, hypothetical. Hypothetically speaking. People are like, oh, gosh, these girls are crazy. Um, (laughs) They're like, oh, psycho. (laughs) But, no, I I mean, it's true. If you think about it, like, if I tell my parents – so, perfect example. When I came home from Colorado and I was like – I knew that I was getting divorced. I knew full heartedly that when I told Corey, when I told my sister, when I told her now husband, when I told my parents, there was no going back. Mm-hmm. And that's one of those things that I think is so important to really realize is like there were things that in that marriage I forgave. And there are things that that they'll never forgive and they'll never forget. And now I would never put up with. But – neither here nor there. There are things that just they'll never get, you know, forgiven. There are things that I know from Corey, from her past experience and like her past relationship, like I'll never forgive that person. I will never allow somebody to treat her that way again. That's because again, there are things she'll forgive that I surely will not, you know? So I think that's something to take into consideration on like what you tell your parents, unless you want them to hate your partner, then tell them everything. (laughs) Yeah, 
I think if it's at the point where you know they're going to be really angry about how someone is treating you, then that might be a sign you need to evaluate the relationship because, you know, something's wrong there. Yeah, absolutely. And same thing too, what you were saying with boundaries with your own parents. I think it's really important to encourage you guys, if you're in a relationship, um, first of all, draw a boundary. Like we said, if you're not ready to have them meet, you know, your family, then just tell like your significant other and draw a boundary right there. Like, you know, I'm just not really comfortable with you meeting my, my family until we're a little more serious or however you want to word it. Same thing. If your family is like, we want to meet him, we want to meet him. You know, I'm not comfortable with that until we're more at a serious place. Or you mm-hmm. could have somebody like my sister who will say, stop wasting my time. So that's good. You know, you never really know what you're going to get. Um, but she's like, I'm not, wa- I'm will not meet somebody that is not going to be around in your life. And she's right. So there's that. The other thing is, is once you're in those serious relationships, it's going to be hard. We don't like to do it, but you have to draw a boundary. Um, you can't have your mom calling you every hour of the night. You can't have your mom calling you uh, ever, to be honest, in the middle of the night because it's just real awkward. You know, it really, it really kills the vibe if you guys are picking up what I'm putting down here when, you know, <laughs> hey, sweetie, and you're like, I'm done. Okay. Yep, going home. Yep, yep. Now I'll be in the living room. Yeah, I'm done. No, no, I'll sleep on the couch. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's just, yeah. That, those, those are the things I'm talking about where you need to draw a boundary. Same thing, guys. If you have like a really, I mean, even Corey and I have boundaries. Like if, if she's with her boyfriend, I am not going to blow up her phone. I want her to enjoy her time, have quality time. Like that is her relationship. Like that is where I think so many friendships have so many issues. Like, She's in a relationship. I respect that. And I want what's best for her. So like, why would I blow up her phone all the time? Unless it's like an SOS emergency, which like protocol, but, uh, it's true. You know what I mean? Like, I'm Mm -hmm. sure you have boundaries with your parents, uh, as I do, which now that I'm single, don't really get followed, but you know, it's fine. Also fun tip, never give your parents a key to your house. I repeat, never give your parents a key to your house. You can never get that back. Learn <laughs> from me. <sighs> yeah. So I would say that. I mean, I can't tell you how many times. Like, I'll be on the phone because I work from home. And I'm on the phone and I'm like, oh, like, talking to this person. And, like, my front door just flies open. Like, Nanny McPhee has arrived. Nope. It's not Nanny McPhee. It's my father. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, Hey. I'm like, well, that's great. And then my mom, my mother, okay, this is when you know it's bad. This is when you know you have too close of a relationship with your mother. She's like, you know, you really need to tell her because one of these times you're going to get yourself in trouble. You're going to walk in and you're not going to like what you're going to find. I was like, thanks, mom. Really high hopes for me. Love that. I've exposed so much of myself. Anyway, you guys, enough of me rambling about my family life. Thanks for coming to family family therapy. <laughs> um, you guys, next episode, I have no idea what we're going to dive into again. I mean, we have an inkling. We have an idea. I think we are going to have a few different episodes are going to be coming. I don't know in which order. We want to talk about breakups, how to get through them, how to get over them, um, tips and tricks on that. What else, Corey, do we have kind of on the 
I was on the roster. <laughs> Episode 15. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know we had some, like, stories from, mm. like, dating stories to share as well. So maybe we'll just have a straight-up dating stories episode. Yeah. We can definitely do that. Um, I think that we'll have a couple of other topics that we'll we'll sprinkle in. Um, and you guys, I guess we'll go from there. So write in. Let us know what you guys want to hear. Let us know if there's anything that you guys want our advice on. If after hearing the thing about the tires, you guys are like, absolutely, I'm never listening to these girls. Uh, it's fine. Just listen, you know, because like we love the follows. But um, we're here for the clout. Anywho, we are on TikTok. We are on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Sidelined PD. Uh, if you want to write in, sidelinedpd at gmail. It's linked in link in bio. Um, <laughs> but you guys, we're gonna get better about posting on there and stuff. We're trying to get to a thousand followers so that we can run some lives um, and really kind of get people in there, get some questions, get some Q and As. Um, going so stay tuned you guys we will catch you guys on the next one who knows you might be hearing our confessionals um so stay tuned and you guys have a great week we will catch you guys on the next one bye Bye.